Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. So the turn tournament is upon us. And we talked about it a little bit last week just to give the kind of some prep work to go into that tournament. But now it is upon us and it has happened. We are going to recap all of the games and recap the tournament as a whole by starting with the rules, which we did go over last week. So seating hierarchy it starts off the first thing with win percentage from the weeks we've had already. Head-to-head record from regular weekly matchups. Average point differential from regular weekly matchups. Average points per game from regular weekly matchups. So whenever you're watching the NBA 2K League, a lot of times they do talk about what uh, the score is, how much you're winning by, how many points you're scoring, all those different things. Um, Tip-off performance is also taken into account. So the round you finished in, followed by head-to-head record, followed by points under the eight-point system. And then uh, lastly, it would be by via coin flip. Now, it does say for head-to-head, If more than two teams are tied and not all teams have played each other, the rule is better winning percentage in all games amongst tied teams. Now, we'll go over quickly the official seeding for the tournament. So we have the Pacers gaming, number one at 4-0. Mavs gaming, 7-0 at number two. Again, this went by point differential since both teams were undefeated. 6-1, you have Blazer 5 gaming at the three seed. At the four seed, you have Bucks gaming. 4-2, Four and two, and they took that with point differential as they were tied with the fifth seed. Four and two, Kings Guard Gaming. So number six, you have Jazz Gaming. Head-to-head record is what determined that. At seven, you have Warriors Gaming Squad, and after that head-to-head record, you jump into the other teams that are at three and two, and that's where point differential comes in. So Warriors Gaming is seventh, Hawks at three and two, eighth, 76ers GC at ninth, and lastly. 10th, we have Heat Check Gaming also at 3-2. and two. Starting at 11, you have the 3-3 three and three Cavs Legion. There was nothing that they needed to use to determine where they were at as they were the only team at that direct 500 record. At 12, you have the 2-3 and three Magic Gaming, and that was determined by point differential as they were tied with the 13th 2-3 Raptors Uprising. At 2-4, and four, we have two teams, and point differential decided it yet again. T-Wolves Gaming at 2-4 and four at the 14th spot, and Nets GC at the 15th. A few more teams left rounding up this tournament. We have Lakers Gaming and four other teams, all of which at 
one and four on the season. Head-to-head and point difference are what determined the spots here. 16th, you have the Lakers. The Knicks are at 17. Celtics crossover at 18. Grizz gaming at 19. Pistons GT round out the one and four teams at the 20 seed. And lastly, you have the 0-4 Wizards District Gaming. Again, the only team that has not won a game, so nothing else was needed to determine that they finished dead last, unfortunately for them and their fan base. So this tournament was going to take place, uh, started on Thursday, and it went through Saturday with the finals taking place Saturday night. First game on the docket, we have Magic Gaming taking on Wizards District. Now you go into this one thinking, Probably not going to be much of a matchup. Let's go over the game as it were. Now, Wizards District were on a five-game losing streak. Very slow start in this game, so not much different than what we've seen early on in their season. Magic score going on a 10-0 run to start the game and actually able to get up to 18-9 after one quarter. DT really playing well. Actually, had seven first-quarter points. Magic, though, did not slow down as they continued that amazing play against, obviously, a lesser talented Wizard team. Go on an 11-0 run in that second quarter, and this is where the game really broke open. And actually, at this point, you start to wonder, is the game already over? As 39-18 to is the lead for the Magic at halftime. Both Reezy and DT, 13 points in that first half. Uh, Magic, as a team... Shot 16 of 21 in that first half. Able to take advantage of a subpar defensive effort from Wizard, or from the uh, Wizards district. Now, in that second half, all magic once again. Wizards, not only could they not play deep much on defense, but they weren't able to really score. Lots of turnovers. They struggled, again, on defense with lots of breakdowns on the offensive end. They struggled to really get anything going. And the final score in this one, 79-55. to Magic do end up taking this one. Now, player of the game for Magic Gaming. No shock, as he's had a very solid season. We're going to give that one to Reezy. 23 points, 2 rebounds, 12 assists for the double-double for turnovers. Like to get that number down a little bit. A player to note, as far as Wizards are concerned, we're going to go with Dayfry. Obviously, their best player, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, just 3 turnovers. Also shot 9 of 16 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3. A big reason why the Wizards were able to score any points is always going to be Dayfry. Definitely a good argument for him being the best player on that squad. Next game up, we have Raptors Uprising versus Pistons GT. Definitely a much more competitive game here than we had in game number 1. And we're hoping... Uh, throughout the tournament that we, we get more competitive games. If you missed any of that tournament, remember, you can take a look at it on YouTube or Twitch. Whether you want to look at highlights or full games in their entirety, you have both options. So Raptors really played a solid game in this one. Now, starting off this game, you were able to see both teams really were in it to win it. As at the end of the first quarter, we had a tie at 13 apiece. Insanity was the guy that really was able to uh, come out swinging for Pistons GT. He had nine of those 13 points. Now, Raptors were able to uh, find a way to work hard for all five players, as that's been pretty common. You get a lot of effort out of five guys. It's not just one guy that's able to do the damage for the Raptors so far on the season. Now, the only person that did not score for the Raptors in that first quarter was Doza. So four to five guys were able to get on the board early. Second quarter, though, things changed. Doza got on the board, was able to hit some three-pointers, and honestly, he was the guy that really led them for that second quarter, able to hit 13 points. Now, May, on the season, been super solid for Pistons GT, definitely one of my favorite players, was able to score at the buzzer, score right before the clock expired to go into halftime, and Raptors were up by two at halftime. Again, this was a much better contest between two teams than you got in that first matchup. Raptors, though, in that third quarter, started to shine, able to build a 42-33 to lead going into the fourth quarter. A lot of that was their defense, which was very, very good in that third quarter. Definitely started to take over the game. Now, 
because we had such a first good first half, you definitely expected the second half to be more of the same. And in that fourth quarter, you saw more of that play from Pistons GT. They went on a run, and they really tried their best to come back. But unfortunately, they did just they just did not have enough. And the final score in this one, 56-47, to Raptors uprising due and a beating Pistons GT. Now, taking a look at the player of the game for the Raptors, give it to none other than King Quay. Nine points, 12 rebounds, five assists, three blocks, just a single turnover. Very solid effort from him. Jumping over to the Pistons side of the ball, I'm going to give it to May, who we talked about, who had times really played a good game here. But t- just 10 points, but 10 rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks, just a single turnover. Did a very good job of stuffing the stat sheet. Game number three on this week's schedule for the turn was two teams that really have not had the best first part of the season, and that's T-Wolves Gaming and Grizz Gaming. Both teams really looking to prove something in the turn and hopefully get a few wins in order to uh, you know add another notch to their belt. Taking a look at this one, now, you expected T-Wolves to come out swinging. They've definitely played a little better ever since they let go of their coach. Maybe they can keep that up. Now, Grizz Gaming came into this one. They are 1-4 in the regular season. Really haven't gotten much from them. Although, if they're going to win games, again, it's got to be that one-two punch. You need Authentic African, and you need Vandy to step up. Can't just be one or the other. Now, early on, you got some really good shooting from the Grizzlies, and they were actually able to take a 19-13 to lead in that first quarter. Now, the last game that they played was against the Bucks. Really solid performance, and it was good to see the Grizzlies come into this one, able to continue that success uh, early on against the T-Wolves. Eight points for Authentic African, six points for Vandy in that first quarter. Again, we talked about how important that was, and they came out swinging. Now, in the second quarter, T-Wolves Gaming definitely came to play. They were able to go on a 20-5 to run, which took up most of the second quarter, and they actually were able to take a 37-32 to lead at halftime. Now, you definitely saw a drop on the offensive end in that second quarter. In the first quarter, you really saw a Grizz team that looked a little more polished, but turnovers reared their ugly head, and that really hurt for them. Now, one guy we got a shout-out for T-Wolves Gaming. You definitely saw really good performance from Bear to Beast. As at halftime, 14 points, 9 assists, 3 steals. Absolutely incredible performance. And again, players like him need to step up. They have those issues with Hood off the court. That he has not been playing. That's something that you need from other guys. In the second half, Grizz Gaming fight back, go on an 8-0 run. For both teams, we're able to see a good back and forth at times. Although, ultimately, the T-Wolves are the team that take it. They were able to, uh, it got a little close in that fourth quarter. You saw Grizzlies try to fight back, got it to within five. But in the end, they were not able to get the job done. Now, big reason for that, T-Wolves Gaming was really, really good on the defensive end. And you talk about Vandy. He was really good last week when they took on Bucks Gaming. But this week, after that first quarter where he looked pretty good, that was really all she wrote. Now, we're going to take a look at the box score. We got to give player of the game, no shock after what we talked about with his numbers, Bear to Beast, 14 points, 4 rebounds, 18 assists, 3 steals, 3 turnovers. Just an absolutely solid game for him. For the Grizz Gaming, we got to give a shout-out to Authentic African. 24 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks, 0 turnovers. Now, unlike Vandy, we you know we talked about him in that first quarter, but he just could not continue that success as he finished with just 8 points and 6 turnovers, 8 assists. That's not going to get the job done. And actually, for Grizz Gaming, Vandy had 6 turnovers. The rest of the team had 0. Now, part of that is Vandy's obviously pretty ball-dominant in this one. But for him to have all of their turnovers, I mean, think about this. They actually won the turnover battle, and now they lost the assist battle, but they took care of the ball for the most part. Vandy needs to be better, or this team's going to continue to lose games. Next up, we have Nets GC taking on Celtics crossover gaming. You wonder what kind of game you're going to get in this one, and we're not going to spend a ton of time on it. Suffice to say, it was almost a complete double score for Celtics versus the Nets. Your final score in this game, 73-39. to Celtics absolutely blow out. Absolutely blow out the Nets. I mean, this is uh, you know really, really unfortunate for them. Now, the Nets actually played Celtics crossover last week. Lost a close one, only by six points. 
But this game was obviously a lot different. Really a big struggle for the Nets and not the way they were hoping to start this one off. We will jump over to players of the game. Again, we don't want to dwell too much on this type of game. If you do feel like watching it, if you're a Celtics crossover fan, I definitely think you're going to enjoy watching it back. But as far as the Nets are concerned, they got outscored in three out of four quarters. Surprisingly, the Nets actually took quarter two. But, I mean, that wasn't enough. 21-7 to in quarter one, 18-9 in quarter three. And in that fourth quarter, 24-10 to they were outscored. That's just not going to get the job done. For Celtics crossover, there's a number of players we could really give things to, but we're going to player of the game go to OFAB. 30 points, one rebound, 15 assists, two steals. Four turnovers isn't great, but overall a solid performance from him. From the Nets, honestly, with a performance like this, we just can't give anyone the nod. Only one player, even in double digits for scoring, and no one was in double digits for anything else. 19 turnovers is really the story for Nets GC. Not much to like from this game, but again, if you're a Celtics crossover fan, definitely a game worth watching. If you're a Nets fan, maybe steer clear of this one if you missed it. We then move on to the next one. We have a much better game. It's Lakers Gaming taking on Knicks Gaming. This one looks to be a much better contest than what we just got out of the last one. Now, Knicks looking to take this one. They came into Thursday, and uh, you wonder what you're going to get from them. But they wanted to prove, this is very similar to last season. The Knicks had times where they struggled. They are 1-4 so far. But last year, just like we saw, they were able to be really good in the tournaments and obviously ultimately win the league. And you're hoping for the Knicks that they can do that again this season. Now, game started off, and the Knicks really felt that as they came out hot hot 9 of 10 from the floor in the first quarter definitely what you're looking to see if you are a fan of the Knicks or a player for the Knicks uh you really got good point guard play from I am Adam and Goofy as always was able to do some really nice stuff both guys actually t- got the takeover uh in that first quarter they combined they scored 16 of the team's 21 points over that first stretch of minutes now so it's an eight-point lead going into the second quarter, and the second quarter was just the same. One of the big issues for the Lakers, defense, and it was not there. Really struggled throughout this one. Now the Knicks went on to make 14 of their first 16 shots in this game, and I think that tells you a lot, and that's why they were able to build the lead up to 17 points. Now the good news for the Lakers is they definitely were able to fight a little bit, but Second half started off the same way. Knicks were the team, much better team. All of a sudden, the lead has ballooned to 22 points. But at that point, it was a little bit of two things. Lakers played a little better. Knicks played a lot worse. Going into that fourth quarter now, two minutes left. Lakers actually got the lead down to eight points. Do they have enough time to come back? No. That is not the case. That was actually as close as the game ever got. Knicks do end up winning this one, 61-50, but definitely a much better contest than we got the game before with the Nets. Player of the game for the Knicks, one of our favorite players here on the show, Goofy, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, 1 foul, and 1 turnover. Very solid numbers uh, for him in this contest. Moody is the guy I'm going to highlight for Lakers. 12 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. 3 turnovers in the game. 6 of 11 from the field. Maybe the Knicks can build on this one. Time will tell as far as the rest of this tournament goes and the rest of the season. Now we move on to the next game, Warriors versus Heat Check. And this one is one for the ages. Definitely one of the best games we saw all weekend. You miss this. I promise you it's worth going on to Twitch and making sure you check it out or check it out on YouTube. But this is a game you're going to want to watch back as one of the best games we've seen this season. In that first quarter, it was kind of interesting as far as the Heat are concerned. Ended up having to call multiple timeouts just to get things on the right path. Good news is, it worked. They were able to score on three of their first four possessions, and 6-0 was their lead early on in this game. Now, Warriors did definitely fight back able to score. They also go on a 5-0 run. The NBA 2K League is all about the runs, and this game was no difference. Now, these teams 
throughout that first quarter, really were fighting back and forth. And the score actually tied at 13 apiece after the first. Going into the second, Heat were the ones to try to start things off in that second quarter. Now, again, Warriors fight back right away. Heat check gaming, though, able to build a little bit of a lead, get a little bit of momentum as they had a four-point lead two minutes to go in that first half. Now, just three three-pointers is all that they shot in that first half. Now, historically, last season, this season, the Heat take threes, but they didn't shoot them as much in this contest, and it started to show as they only had a one-point lead going into half. Now, Hotshot and Jay Money looked really good in this one. Uh, eight points in that first half for both of them. As far as the Warriors were concerned, same deal. Eight points from Gradient. That was the magic number in the first half. Warriors Gaming, though, in that second half, decided to show up. Not that they weren't in the first half, but you definitely saw a different level of intensity, and they were able to get some pretty good looks and take a 32-29 to lead. Heat, though, were not out of the game yet, and they answered, tied the game up 34 with just under a minute to go in the third. Fourth quarter, more of the same. We talked about the back and forth in those first three quarters. Fourth quarter, both teams could taste victory. Beast move hits a huge shot just inside the arc, and he gives the Warriors a 53-52 to lead as the game was set to expire. We are in the final minutes here. Defense then, they step up. Warriors able to get a stop, and just like that, with 30 seconds left in the game, three-point lead for the Warriors. Now, Warriors were able to take that and ultimately do end up winning this one. Heat had a shot, missed the game-winning three, as time expired. Unfortunately for them, they do not move on. Final score, Warriors 56, Heat check 54. Player of the game for the Warriors, gotta give it to Type. I thought Type was very solid in this one with the double-double. 11 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, just a single turnover. Looking over at the Heat check side of things, gotta give a shout-out to Jay Money, 27 points, 5 assists, a block, and four turnovers. Pretty solid effort from him. Two of four from three, 11 of 17 overall. Lots to like from his game. Again, you're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Manette channel. We are recapping the turn tournament. Day one of the action is what we're going over currently. Next game on the list, we have Hawks Talon GC versus Sixers GC. Will this be a close game, or will we get more of the same as a number of games in this one have not been as competitive as you would normally like. Now, Hawks were the first team to really come out swinging. Got an easy dunk, and just like that, they are on the board. But the Sixers respond with a three, and then respond not only with that three, but they ultimately, on full, go for an 8-0 run, and Hawks have to call a timeout to try to stem that tide. In the first quarter, it was mostly the 76ers able to build up a six-point lead, 15-9, heading into the second. Second period, though, Hawks come out with a bang. But the Sixers answer right back again with a three-pointer, then get a dunk, and just like that, the lead's 11 points. Hawks are trying their best, but they just don't seem to have the same fire as the Sixers. We talked about all the time the importance of limiting turnovers, and that was a big problem here for the Hawks as they had nine turnovers in that first half. As the first half was starting to come to a close, honestly, the game felt like it was already over. 37-16 to 16 is the lead for the Sixers at halftime. This is shaping up to be another game, just like that Nets game earlier, where one of the teams just dis- does not seem as prepared, and you get a blowout. Now, the Hawks really just didn't seem to have much fire, as we talked about earlier. They didn't seem to have the same type of skill, almost. They just seemed like they were in a lesser league at points in this game. Now, for the Sixers, Radiant was on fire, 17 points in that first half, ZDS with 13, and actually 7 points uh, is all the leader got for the Hawks with Arsenal. Second half, honestly more of the same as the Sixers did not let up off the gas. You got some decent life from Rando at times in that third quarter, was able to hit some threes, Dev Goss able to shine slightly, but ultimately they couldn't ever get the lead to to single digits. And it was 53-37 to going into the fourth quarter. And honestly, 
that's really all she wrote. Final score in this one is actually a 12-point victory, and that score is probably closer than this game was. Sixers do end up taking it. Throughout the game, though, Hawks struggle with turnovers, and that's going to bite you every single time. 15-6 to is the turnover battle that the Sixers ended up winning in this one. Player of the game, got to give it to Radiant. 31 points, 7 assists, a steal for turnovers. For Hawks Talon, guy we got to really point out is Arsenal with a nice double-double. 18 points, 16 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. But that's not going to get the job done. We talk about turnovers. Randall with 7, Dapboy shots with 4, Arsenal with 3. You got to value the ball more if you're going to be able to win games in the NBA 2K League. And the Hawks in this game just did not value the ball at all. And it showed, and it's a big reason why they lost. That's going to do it for night number one. Now we move on to the second night of action. Who will be the victor in the turn tournament? You're listening to the Nothing But Net channel on Dash Radio, and we are the NBA 2K League Show. All right, for day number two of the turn tournament, we start off with Pacer Gaming versus Celtics crossover. One thing I will note in this day's games, we definitely got some better matchups. Not a lot of blowouts. Teams were definitely a little more competitive on day number two. So again, starting off with Pacer Gaming taking on Celtics crossover gaming. Definitely going to be an interesting matchup. Now, Celtics 1-4 on the season coming to this one. Pacers, though, undefeated 4-0. So if you were to watch these two teams play, you would go into this one thinking Pacers definitely are the team that you'd want to take. If you're a betting man, that's where your money's going to go. Now, early on in this one, Wolf really looking solid with seven points for Pacer Gaming. Now, across the way, Mel East looks for eight points in that first quarter was able to get a three-point shot with less than a second to go in that first quarter. And 16-16 to is the score after the first. Celtics, though, come out swinging in that second quarter. Start off with a 10-2 to advantage. Pacers, though, not willing to go quietly into the night. After a timeout, able to get things a little right. Ramo makes a layup at the buzzer. And at halftime, 31-29 to is your score. Very solid games early on in this one. Mel East and Ramo also looking solid. Now, moving on to the second half, both teams showed up again. And really, the only time you saw a team break away, and we use breakaway lightly, as the biggest lead was five points, and that was in the fourth quarter. Now, Ofab was able to jump back into the game here. It's fouled, makes the shot, makes the free throw, and just like that, how about this? Tie game, 52-52, with just two minutes to go in this contest. Now, you had a few back and forths, a couple misses, some defense, offense struggling just a little bit, but Celtics able to get the shot, so 54-52 is your score with under a minute to go. Celtics get another stop, Ofab gets fouled, makes some free throws, and it's a four-point game with 17 seconds to go. But that's really all she wrote for Pacer Gaming, who... Do not continue their solid play as they turn the ball over and the Celtics end up taking this one 61-54. to Definitely not the way the Pacers saw this one going coming in. Celtics, very, very solid win. Definitely one of their top uh, victories on the season given they only have a single one. For the game, player of the game, got to give it to Ofab. 14 points, 12 dimes for the double-double. Also a rebound, three steals, and three turnovers. For Pacers, look no further than Ramo, the man, the myth, the legend. 13 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, two steals, and just a single turnover. Did his best to get close to that triple-double. Very solid performance from him, but Pacers do come up short. Next game, we have Mavs taking on the Knicks. And this is arguably eh, one of the probably least competitive games we had on the night if you're just looking at the score. Mavs come into this one. Mavs still the hottest team in the league. Taking on Knicks Gaming. Knicks Gaming has mostly been kind of at the bottom of the barrel. So, again, Mavs enter this tournament 7-0. and And like some people said, they were probably a little bothered that they're 7-0. and But because of point differential, they were not the number one seed. They look to prove the league wrong. Dimes, obviously, is the guy, the man that gets the job done for Mavs Gaming, and he was very solid in this one. 
able to score or assist 10 straight buckets. Or sorry, five straight buckets uh, in that first quarter. Across the way, Knicks Gaming, solid effort from Original Malik. You got a nice back and forth, and that led to a 19-17 to Mavs advantage after a single quarter. Second quarter, more of the same as neither team was going to go away. Really, really solid Original Malik also there. And Haza UK is another man that decided to step up for the Knicks. And he was able to get 11 points. How about that? In just the second quarter and at halftime, they did have a one-point advantage, 34-33. to Maz Gaming, though, in the second half, put their foot on the gas. And they started off 11-2. to Now, that is a run. Knicks tried to fight back, but look at these scores. So, the score is 60-53 to after three quarters. And in that fourth quarter, Original Malik jumped up again, helped get the lead to 60-56. to But that was really all she wrote, as the final score in this one shows that that fourth quarter was really all Mavs. 85-70 is your final in this one. Looking at the player of the game for the Mavs, Helping them get that victory, we got to give it to P.P. Ballin, one of our favorites on this show. 13 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, just 2 turnovers. Solid effort from him. And across the way, really fantastic effort from Goofy. 14 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, just 2 turnovers. Moving on, we have Blazer 5 Gaming taking on... T-Wolves Gaming, T-Wolves still trying to right that ship after they recently made a switch at the coaching position. Can they continue to get some wins? Looking for their second win of the turn tournament, taking on Blazer 5. Should be a very good matchup. Now, Blazer 5, one of the top seeds, so they are looking to advance. Wolves looking to play spoiler. Now, after you watched Pacers earlier lose to Celtics crossover, you start to wonder, maybe some other teams are going to lose that were some of the top seeds. Now, as the game starts off, it is 14-4 T-Wolves with the really solid start, looking to try to find a way to take the Blazer 5 out of this game early. Bear to Beast, six points in that first quarter. Now, Blazer 5, not going to go away. Always going to have an answer. And able to get that score back to 17-16, to getting very good production out of Mama, I'm That Man. And honestly, if you look at what really was the difference, that's the guy that kept them in this. Now, moving into the second half, big thing was turn-up defense. He had, as some people would put, a memorable quarter, one of the best that we've seen in the 2K League. He had 18 points in that second half. Six of them in the last quarter was huge. Actually, under a minute to go, hits the three-point shot, and he puts the T-Wolves up five points. Really tells you a lot about this story. And Blazer 5 really struggled on this possession. And one of the better defensive teams we see in this league, but they could not get it done there. All of a sudden, it's five points. And really, really unfortunate. As they miss out on an opportunity, they hit a three, but then they foul. Bear to Beast, despite the fact that there was lots of time on the shot clock, and they were only down two points. Huge mistake. Ended up costing them. Now, granted, Bear only makes one of those free throws, which you'd think they had a chance, but unfortunately, Mama could not get the job done. Misses the three-point shot, and ultimately, Wolves win this one 63-59. Looking at the player of the game, four T-Wolves gaming. Got to give it up. A few players really were solid, but double-double Bear to Beast, 16 points, 11 assists, a steal, although five turnovers. That's something he definitely needs to get better at. Can't have games like that. Looking across the way, solid game from Mama, despite the fact that he couldn't make that last three. 20 points, 13 assists, a steal, a block, seven turnovers, though. That hurts. And six of 13 from three. Give him a kudos there. Bucks Gaming versus Raptors Gaming is the next one on the schedule. Should be a very solid matchup. We jump into this one. Turnovers were the story for the Raptors, and that's something to watch for if you watch this game back. They did not value the basketball. Really, beginning of the game is where they went down, and they were never able to get back in this one. Just a few things to jump out here. Now, 12-2 to was the early advantage for Bucks Gaming. Able to get that up to 16 points going into the second quarter, 
as the Raptors just could not hit shots and did not value the basketball as they turned the ball over seven times. Now, Raptors tried to fight back, got some better shooting with the rest of the second quarter going into halftime, and they got the thing a little closer. You're, you're looking in a game like this to try to get some sort of an advantage if you can, but you know what jumped ahead? A. Rooks, and he is second in the league in scoring, so no shocker that he was really, really good and got the lead up to 20 midway through that third period. So despite a little bit of a push in that second quarter, Raptors just did not have enough to come back from that really slow start. Ultimately, they do lose this one. We're not going to tell you much about it. It was not a great game. Really, ultimately, the score is closer than it really was. Bucks take it 72-62. to Looking at the player of the game for Bucks Gaming, we give it to none other than A. Rooks. 29 points, one rebound, four assists, four steals, four turnovers. Seven of 11 from three. I will take that efficiency every day of the week. For the Raptors, got to give a shout to King Quay. 19 points, 11 rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks, although five turnovers looms large. Doza with five turnovers. How about that? T.S. Josh with four. Kenny got work with three. All hell Trey with one. 18 overall turnovers. You're not winning the game when you don't value the basketball. Two games left on the schedule for day number two. Start with Kings Guard Gaming versus Magic Gaming, which this is one of the better games of the night, I would definitely say. You want to make sure to jump into this one, although maybe avoid the final three minutes as if you want to know what tells the story of this one, we'll just say this. In the last three minutes of the game, the Magic didn't score at all all just let that sink in could not score at all now final score in this one 52 to 47 so it's a close matchup but if you can't score in the final three minutes of the game you're not winning I mean that's just the way it's going to be it, it really unfortunate that they couldn't get shots off now you got some solid play on the across the board for the Kings a few guys you know BP really solid 6 of 13 16 points and six assists, you know, he was a, a solid matchup for, ultimately, just like we talked about in other games, but turnovers and missing shots. You got to hit shots if you're going to win the game, and they could not in this one. Again, final score, 52-47. Kingsguard takes it. This is definitely a lesson to magic. You can't just vanish. Giving the player of the game a nod. A few matchups, a few players that were good, but BP gets it. 16 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, 3 turnovers. Across the way, I'm going to give it to Reezy. 15 points, 3 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 turnovers. But ultimately, Magic do fall in this game. Lastly, on the day 2 slate, we have Jazz Gaming taking on Cavs Legion. Hopefully another solid performance. A close game. Hopefully the teams both score in that 4th quarter. Now, both teams start off pretty strong, but Cavs Legion had that early three-point lead to, to at least get a little bit of momentum going. Dunks. Dunks were the key for them as they were able to get some good looks inside. But defense by the Jazz is what really managed to keep them going, and they were up 15-12 to 12 heading into that second quarter, able to get a nice alley-oop of their own under a minute to go in the first. In the second, Jazz Gaming looked to move ahead as they were able to build a 10-point lead. Great shooting. Very efficient in this one. Cavs Legion, however, could not convert at the buzzer. They had a nice opportunity. And so at halftime, 28-20 to is your score. In the third, though, Cavs really, really struggled. We talked about that really good defense. No different, though. But really what really solidified the Jazz in that third quarter inside shooting as they were really able to take advantage of good post play. But on top of that, Cavs Legion, they talk about this, not a lot of effort, not or not a lot of energy, really seemed to not be as invested as you saw from the Jazz. 41-32 was your score heading into the final quarter. And that was really all she wrote. Cavs didn't really have much. And the Jazz take it final score, 51-44. to Now for the Jazz, Got to give it up to Rhea, player of your game. 13 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and a block. Just 3 turnovers. On the Cavs side of things, I will give a shout-out to Strainer with the double-double. 10 points, 1 rebound, 10 assists, 2 steals, 4 turnovers. That is going to do it for your day 2 action. We move on to the final night now 
of the turn tournament. At final day of the turn, we have eight teams left. Starting off with 76ers taking on Celtics crossover gaming. Celtics looking to uh, keep a little bit of that magic intact. 76ers hoping to find a way to be that dominant team that we see at times. I think if nothing else in this tournament, we've been able to see a different Celtics crossover gaming, a team that really seems to want it more and definitely looks better than their record would show us. Now, if you're talking about throughout this game, neither team really was able to build any sort of a large advantage. Really good back and forth. You talk about being close. In the first half, no team was able to run away. And at halftime, actually, just a four-point lead for 76ers GT. Now, in that third quarter, more of the same, although a little bit more of an advantage for the Sixers, who were able to get up by as much as seven at points in that third quarter. But Celtics, proving again that they're a better team than most people give them credit for, able to fight back. And they were down just two points with two minutes to go in this game. Now, what's really surprising about Celtics crossover, able to find a way to get things done, despite Mel East, the guy that really was the man who got the job done in the, in the previous uh, turn games, he was actually only able, the first time he scored in this game was with under two minutes left in, this, in the whole game. I think that tells you a lot about just how good players like OFAP and Profusion were. Really, the series comes down to this. The, or sorry, there was a series that it comes down to for this game, and that was a back-and-forth bully towards the end of the game. It hits a three. It's a one-point game, but Radiant, who was really no other word to say it than Radiant in this one, hits a nice three, and he actually makes it a four-point game, and that's the final score, 57-53. to 76ers do take it in a close one. Really good matchup, though. Credit Celtics crossover gaming. I think they can take this momentum because they played a lot better in the turn than they had in the regular season. Hopefully they can take this momentum into the second half or into the rest of the season and find a way to get some more regular season wins. For 76ers, no question player of the game is Radiant. 27 points, 8 rebounds, 3 steals, just 4 turnovers. For the Celtics, got to give a shout out though to no autographs, 10 points, 16 rebounds, an assist, although 5 turnovers, that hurts you a little bit, but other than that, pretty solid performance from him. Next game, we have Mavs Gaming taking on Warriors Gaming. Mavs obviously looking to continue their unbeaten streak. Warriors hoping to right the ship. Now, in the first half, well, how about this? We'll go into this game. Mavs, nine straight wins dating back to the tip-off tournament. Really tells you a lot about how dominant they've been. I think the good, you would say the good money would have been to put it on the Mavs in this one. Although, going into this game, now how about this? In that third quarter... Just a six-point lead uh, coming out of halftime for Mavs Gaming. And actually, in this one, they actually didn't seem to have that same flow, that same chemistry that we've seen all season. Now, Warriors Gaming, CB13, and Gradient were just incredible in this third quarter. 22 third-quarter points for the two of them. They were doing a, a number of different things on the offensive end to mix it up to really find a way to take over this game. Now, Another player that really was solid in that third quarter. And again, the third quarter tells you the story of this entire basketball game. Everyone was solid, but center center type was another player that really they couldn't have done it without. Got some nice shots, got some really uh, critical rebounds in this one to to give them just an amazing third quarter. Honestly, one of the best quarters we've seen from anybody. And that was really the tail of the tape and, and where things started to change. In the final moments of that third quarter, we talked about how important type was. And he got some huge rebounds in that final minute, including an offensive rebound that allowed for an easy putback. And just like that, just like that, Warriors are up seven points. Absolutely ridiculous. And you go into that fourth quarter, and all they had to really do was maintain, and maintain is exactly what they were able to do. Anytime the Mavs scored, they scored right back. Dimes in this fourth quarter, Finally was able to kind of get a little bit of a stride. Had eight of his 16 points in those final few minutes. But again, that wasn't enough as that third quarter really was the difference maker. And they end up losing. Warriors with a fantastic win. Get it over the Mavs, winning 64-60. to Just an incredible matchup. What a win for Warriors Gaming. Mavs obviously will look to right the ship once the regular season starts back up. But this was a tough loss for them. 
Player of the game, got to give it to Gradient. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 steals, just a single turnover. For the Mavs, a solid performance from both P.P. Ballin and Dimes, but I'm going to give the nod to P.P. Ballin. 15 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and just 2 turnovers. So, Warriors are moving on in the turn. Next up, we have Jazz Gaming taking on T-Wolves Gaming. Can the T-Wolves continue their Cinderella story, or will they fall to the Jazz? I would argue this is one of the better matchups that we saw in this tournament. Now, both teams struggled early on, but Jazz Gaming especially, just 3 of 9 and 8 points in the fourth or in the first quarter. In the second, more of the same. Wolves go on a 9-0 run, and then they also get a 14-2 run, which brings it to a lead of 17 points. At that point, you're thinking to yourselves, man, the Jazz just don't have it. What are they going to do? You're definitely hoping for a win-one for the Gipper speech at halftime if they are going to find a way to get back in this one. Now, they did not want to get go slowly in the night. They were down 17 points, but right before halftime, they got a 5-0 run of their own. And then, how about in that second half, they start off on a 7-0 run. Again, runs were the key, but T-Wolves Gaming fought back, got the lead back up to 10 points, and again, Jazz come right back at them. This was the final run, actually, of the game, and this is where it ended up costing T-Wolves Gaming, who ultimately really blew a huge lead, 17 points, in that second quarter, you got to be able to fight back and you got to be able to be consistent, and they could not maintain. Final score in this one, Jazz Gaming take it 56-53. to Solid win for the Jazz, and honestly, a bad loss, all things considered, for T-Wolves Gaming. But again, if they went into this tournament hoping to get a few wins, they got that under their belt, and hopefully they can use that momentum in the next portion of the season. Player of the game for the Jazz, Got to give it to Rhea. 13 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 steals, 2 blocks, just a single turnover. That is how you get the job done. Fantastic stat line. Moving over to T-Wolves Gaming. I do like the effort you got out of Feast. 14 points, 16 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. 6 turnovers, though, and then 7 turnovers for Bear to Beast. They need to have some sort of a change when the next next portion of the season starts up. And hopefully... What's going to do that is a trade that we are going to talk about after we recap the turn. We move on to Bucks Gaming taking on Kings Guard Gaming. One thing you could definitely say about the Bucks coming into this game, they were prepared. And it seemed like they really understood how to stop Kings Guard Gaming. They had a number of options as far as coming to this one. They could have banned uh, BP's preferred archetype just as one example, but instead they found a way to have a defensive plan that would stop him. BP, how about this? No points in the first quarter, three total points over the first 12 minutes, and 13 points was the lead at the half for the Bucks. as a result. Now, they were able to maintain this advantage through the third quarter, but then Kingsguard fought back in that fourth quarter. BP made what was just his second shot of the game in that fourth quarter. And that was actually part of a 5-0 run from him. And he was able to get some some help from other guys on the team. And they got the lead to one point. And this is with not a lot of time left in that fourth quarter. But unfortunately, Bucks Gaming had an answer in the form of A-Rooks. And he took over. And he was able to do a run for the Bucks. Towards the end of the game, got them back up to 10 points with a minute to go. And that's all she wrote. Bucks on the back of A-Rooks win this one. You know, the Kings did have a few more buckets to end it, but final score, 55-51. Bucks take the game. Really solid effort from the Bucks. Look at the consistency here. 15 points, 16 points, 11 points, 13 points. But really, a lot of the story goes in that first quarter when they allowed only eight points to Kingsguard Gaming. That is how you get the job done. You wonder if other teams see this and they start to adjust their game plan when playing the Kings. Player of the game is A-Rooks, of course. 29 points, one rebound, four assists, two steals, three turnovers. Across the way, we look at Kingsguard Gaming. Worthing Colt was the player I'm going to give a nod to. 17 points, eight rebounds, two assists, five steals a block, just two turnovers. Only three games left of the turn recap. Bucks Gaming then takes on 76ers GT. 
Do Bucks have enough to get the job done, or will the 76ers continue their solid play? As they always do, 76ers just find a way to get good production in the tournaments. Now, lots of good players in this one, but how about this? No team really able to pull away, and six points was really the biggest lead that any that either of the teams were able to get throughout this game, except for towards the end. Now, 76ers in the fourth quarter seemed to find a way to muster something up, as at that point, they started up a run of 6-0. Bucks call a timeout, looking to find a way to get back in this one, but they didn't seem to have it on the offensive end, and they could not get stops. Never got closer than three points in that fourth quarter, as 76ers take this one. Final score, 62-54. to Now, a few players that were able to really jump out, but none other than Radiant. And Radiant who is who we actually give the player of the game nod to. 20 points, 9 assists, a rebound, 3 steals, a block, 4 turnovers for the Bucks. Solid effort from Plondo. 26 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, and just a single turnover. Arguably the best performance of the game, but it was in a losing effort. Next up, we have Jazz Gaming taking on the apparently surging Warrior squad. And how about consistency in this one? Warriors, 16 points in the first, 16 in the second, 15 in the third, 16 in the fourth. Jazz, where's that defense? We've seen you play defense, really solid defense, for stretches of games. And that was not the case in this one. Looking at how this one starts, now, Jazz Gaming, again, down a lot in that first half, very similar to the game against the Wolves, and they had to look to try to right that ship, find a way to move back into it. Now, they were down 17 points to T-Wolves Gaming. In this one, same kind of deal. They gave up an 11-0 run early in that second quarter, and all of a sudden, they're down 15 points in that second, just like they were down 17 in the game against the Wolves. Now, they did go on on a run of their own, which has been the story we've seen in this tournament. The Jazz refused to go away and find a way to to get back into the game with runs of their own. But unlike the Wolves, the Warriors did not falter. And they were able to actually build their lead back up to 13 points and actually got it all the way up to 20 points with two minutes to go in the game. And really, that at that point, the game's over. I don't care who you are. You're not coming back down 20 with two minutes left. Final score in this one, 63-49. to Despite a couple runs, this game was really all Warriors. And the score is probably closer than the game actually was. Looking at your player of the game for the Warriors, given the nod to... I mean, there's a number of guys that you like in this one, but ultimately, I'll give it to the guy that scored the, the second most points, Type. 20 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 4 steals, just 2 turnovers. For the Jazz, you got a solid game from Yeah, I Compete. 19 points to lead all scorers, 2 assists, 3 steals, although that 5 turnovers looms large and definitely plays... Uh, part in why you lose this one coming up now we have the championship you got the 76ers taking on the Warriors will this be a game or will one of these teams find a way to really pull ahead again 76ers really good in the tournaments Warriors though have been surging playing very good basketball including beating those Mavs and here we go 76ers they entered the turn looking for a second straight tournament victory as they were able to be the tip-off champions, just like they were last year. But in the first quarter, Warriors had other ideas as they were able to go out to an 18-7 to lead. And actually, that was the worst first quarter that we've seen from the Sixers all season. Let that sink in. That's how good the Warriors have been playing. Now, at that point, Warriors really put it in their mindset, we're not letting this team have any shot and they were able to build that lead even further. How about this? At the end of three quarters, 43-28 to 28 was the score. And despite the fact that it's only 15 points and there's still six minutes to go, you really felt like the game was over. Now, who are we going to give a shout-out to but Type, who has been really solid in this tournament? And actually, how about this? Celebrated his birthday on Saturday, and a good way to celebrate that is to get a win. And that's exactly what the Warriors end up doing as they were able to just dominate this one pretty much start to finish. Final score, 58-39. to 39. They, I mean, this is really a blow-up, if, if I'm going to say it. 
And again, we talked about the consistency of Warriors gaming in some of these games. Again, 18 points, 15 points, 10 points, 15 points. And how about this, though? In that third quarter where they scored only 10 points, they still outscored 76ers 10 to 9. Look at the 76ers' points in each quarter. Seven in the first, 12 in the second, only nine in the third, and 11 in the fourth. Great job, Warriors Gaming, as they win the turn tournament. Very, very impressive what they were able to do there. Taking a look at player of the game for the Warriors, got to give it to CB13. 17 points, two rebounds, nine assists, one single turnover. Looking at the other side of the ball, 76ers, you got a pretty solid performance from, I mean, a few players, but ultimately you saw the score. It was ugly, but we're going to give the nod to Radiant. 13 points, 11 assists, one steal, just four turnovers. Nice double-double, but ultimately lose the game and they lose the tournament. There were a few things that actually happened. Some nice trade moves that happened on Monday. So some things to watch out for uh, this next coming week. So week five of the regular season. First one we have Hood was traded. Now we had talked about how he had asked for a trade. And actually there was some reports on Twitter that this was going to go down after the tournament. Uh, A few people I saw had reported it last week actually. But the final trade here, J Money, Rep 817, is traded for Hood. So Jay Money going from the Heat to the Wolves, Hood going from the Heat, or from the Wolves to the Heat. Now, uh, Brandon Hood, he said, I just want to thank the Timberwolves organization for the love and support they gave to the team. Unfortunately, some things just don't work out, but I created a brotherhood with some of my teammates that I will carry forever. And he says, I'm coming home, Heat Check Gaming. And Jay Money says, just want to say thank you to the whole Heat Check Gaming and Miami Heat organization for having me there for these past two months. With that being said, I'm ready to work up north. So hopefully we get some nice play from both those players. The Heat obviously are hoping that they're going to get a hood that uh, isn't an issue, doesn't have any locker room issues, doesn't demand any any other trades. Obviously, this is Hood's a very great player. There's obviously some behind-the-scenes issues that, that are going on because there's a reason why multiple teams have traded him. Trade number two, we had Mr. Styles traded to Hawks GC, Dev Goss to the Pistons. Mr. Styles currently averaging 11.2 points, 8.6 assists, and 1.2 steals. Dev Goss averaging 9.9 points through eight games this season. The final trade that went down, we have Sick973 going to Raptors Uprising, and all hail Trey to Cavs Legion. Sick averaging 18 points. And over six rebounds per game over the six regular season games. And all hell Trey has averaged 15 points per game on over 50% shooting from the field so far this season. Now, Six says, I want to thank the Cavs Legion organization for giving me a chance and believing in me. Made some brothers on that team. Really going to miss God of 2K and Strainer. Shout out to Savage Do Work. Always being prepared to play and like a pro for being a leader. All hell Trey says, yeah, let's get to work squad. So he is ready to help out Cavs Legion in any way that he can. So a solid tournament. Again, if you missed any of that, make sure you check it out on YouTube or Twitch. You can also check out highlights, recaps. They've got all of it out there. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the NBA 2K League show. Again, find us Wednesdays and Thursdays at noon central time on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. You can also, if you miss us there, make sure you tune in. You can find us on Spotify iTunes, anywhere great podcasts are found. Make sure you give us a rating, a review, and subscribe. You're not going to want to miss all the content that we have in store for you this season. And until next week, keep it 2000. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world-first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels. Featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com. Six minutes away from your team's first title.
One quarter to your name hangs with idols. Preparation, everything, fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. I write a music through your sound like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us the things. Oh!